again. This is an ESBS podcast recorded live from the 2023 ESBS annual meeting in Belfast, and I am Melina Vega de Geniga. I have with me this morning in the podcast corner some of the authors of the oral presentation selected for the prize session at this annual meeting. They have just presented their brilliant work in a packed session. These are the top nine studies selected from over 600 abstracts submitted to this year's annual meeting, so the best of the best. Let me introduce each of our guests. First, we have Baron Moll from the Netherlands. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Happy to be here. You've just presented high levels of plasma reactive protein associated with a pro-inflammatory plaque phenotype. Can you briefly describe your study? So I was presenting some of my work on low-grade inflammation, which is a fairly new idea in uh, vascular surgery. But low-grade inflammation plays a key role in atherosclerotic disease. And it has been shown that when you detect this low-grade inflammation by, with medication, patients have uh, fewer events in the future. Our research question was, is there also a difference between plaques of patients with low-grade inflammation and patients that do not have any low-grade inflammation? And to answer this question, we use the Aethro Express Biobank, which is a large biobank from the UMTU Utrecht in the Netherlands, which contains plaques and plasma of patients undergoing carotid enterectomy. And uh, we analyzed the plaques on histology and cytokine levels, and we actually showed that patients with low-grade inflammation, which is marked by a CRP level of only two or above, also have higher pro-inflammatory cytokines in their plaques and their first plaque characteristics. And how does it feel to be on the podium at the ESBS prize session? Well, it's incredible because it's my first ESBS conference, so it makes me kind of proud to already be in the prize session and uh, are able to present my work twice. Well, congratulations. I'm sure this is the first of many presentations we'll see from you. Thank you very much. We have with us now Kai Koppe Hello. from the Netherlands as well. Hello. Hello. And you presented automatic artificial intelligence-based segmentation of intercostal and lumbar segmental arteries on preoperative computed tomography and geography. So can you please briefly describe your study and results? Yes, of course. Yeah, first of all, thank you for inviting us uh, to the podcast. Yeah, we presented our work on the automatic segmentation of segmental arteries on the preoperative uh, CTA. And we do this with the aim to automatically analyze the role of these arteries in relation to spinal cord ischemia. So the presented work today was part of a larger project that we perform at the Amsterdam UMC, in which we aim to automatically analyze the preoperative imaging to predict spinal cord ischemia in patients that are treated endovascularly for a complex aneurysm. And the reason that we do this using artificial intelligence is because the evaluation of images is very time consuming and by automating the analysis, so we're working on different AI models to extract different features, we aim to then come with uh, one model to predict the risk of spinal cord ischemia after these patients and then you can possibly adjust your treatment options to the outcome of risk prediction. Yeah, that's very interesting. And what does it mean to you to be a runner-up for this year's prize? Um, I think it's a uh, appreciation of the work that we do in Amsterdam and I'm very happy to be in that prize session and uh, we'll see what comes out. Well, good luck to you too. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you.
And now we have with us Elias Johansson from Sweden. Hello. Hello. Nice to have you here in the podcast corner with us. You presented defining carotid knee occlusion with full collapse on CTA. What was your study about? Well, this was about diagnosis before carotid surgery or without carotid surgery. And uh, we have previously done a lot of work on this. And now we try to validate a previous measurement how to define full collapse, which are prognosis with very small distal artery beyond it. And the reason we should define this is because these seems to have a very poor prognosis in the first few days after presenting. And we could see that, yeah, we, they have this poor prognosis. We have shown it again. And now when we are validating the uh, measurement, we can now move forward to actually start doing studies and treatment on this. Because now we can define this diagnosis with this metric, which is an easy metric on CTA to just measure distal diameters and compare with easy threshold. So yours has been selected as one of the best abstracts during the price session. How does that feel? It feels great, especially for the work. With uh, top colleagues around the world on this for many years, and it's getting more and more recognition now, and that feels very good moving forward in this field. And I hope many more will start carotid neoclusion research because we have way too few doing this. So perhaps that they, there are prizes involved may uh, make someone more interested to actually start to join us in our quest for actual answers to the important questions. Great. Thank you very much. So we move on to Megan Powell-Foley from Ireland. Hello. Hello. Nice to share a few minutes with you too. Okay, so you presented systematic review and meta-analysis of surgery and physician co-management of vascular inpatients, new care model. Can you please briefly describe your findings and their applicability? Uh, so we did a systematic review looking at um, the impact of a surgeon-physician partnership um, when taking care of vascular surgery in patients. Um, and there were eight studies included in our meta-analysis. And we were able to demonstrate that formalised medical input um, does have a significant benefit for our vascular inpatient in terms of inpatient mortality and in particular inpatient complications, particularly cardiac and infective. It also um, reduced rates of delirium, which is another important perioperative complication, particularly in our elderly patients. Um, we didn't find a difference in length of stay or readmission rate. However, I think with further studies um, and a, a larger overall study cohort, we might get a more sensitive analysis on these aspects. So what does it mean to you to be a runner-up for this year's prize? It's a big privilege. I was uh, listening to the Fast Track session yesterday and it was amazing to hear uh, so many vascular surgeons from multiple countries coming to Belfast to present their research. Um, it was an honour to be, I suppose, selected for the prize session. Um, and it was great to have this platform to highlight this issue because I do feel that as our population is older and we're dealing with more uh, medically complex and frail patients, we will have to adapt from our traditional models of care where surgeons run everything to a, a more holistic approach. And it was great to, to have a platform to talk about our initial research on this. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you all for your work. These are just four of the presenters, the nine selected for the prize session. They're very exciting and promising lines of investigation, all of them. I look forward to reading the corresponding papers, which I hope you submit to the ESBS journals, the European Journal of Vascular and Vascular Surgery, or Vascular Forum. And we will soon know who the winner is. Best of luck to you all. Thank you for sharing this coffee break with us. It has been a pleasure talking to you in this podcast. Uh, as we say in Ireland. <laughs> thank you. And thank you all out there for listening. More podcasts recorded live from the ESBS annual meeting coming up. Talk to you soon.